Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're here. We made it. Planeta Patineta episode. I think we're like at eight. I'm not sure. If it's I'm eight, not keeping count. that's insane. Because oh. if it actually is number eight, that's insane. It will talk about it, but. Yeah. I'm going to double check. I don't keep count at this point. I know mm-hmm. Noe and like Eric, who helps me out with this, probably knows the exact number, but right. I don't keep track. I'm just like moving through the list and like trying to provide the best interview possible. Dude, yeah. You're killing yeah. it. You're doing Thanks. a great job. Yeah. So thanks for watching. If you're all watching us on YouTube, we're also on Spotify and on Apple Podcast. If you're like driving to work or whatever. But I have a really important guest, really special guest and important person. Um, Nay. Naomi. I don't even know your last yeah, name. You know I'm like, Nay Sade. Yeah, well, it's Naomi Sade Dupree. That's my there whole you name. Go. Naomi Dupree. People want to know your last mm-hmm. name. I kind of yeah. like the mysteriousness of like not knowing someone's last name. Same, it's same. Like just, it's just Nay. It's not yeah. just Naomi. Just Nay. That's, that's been like an ongoing thing that I've been like, I've kind of shortened it to just Nay. Because yeah. I used to like, my old Instagram was Naomi.Dupree. So everyone mm-hmm. knew me as my full name. And then as time went on, I'm just like, just Nay. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it short and simple. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Short and simple. So, I yeah. I mean, I'm so excited for you to be here. Thanks, man. First of all, uh, first time I saw you, I was like, "Who is this beautiful angel? Like, who is she?" Everybody. I'm sure everybody's like, "Who is this person with this much energy coming out, like doing tricks?" And I feel like I've seen your progress too since I was just starting hanging out with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're putting in that work. On top of that, you're working at Supreme. Um, so let's start at the beginning. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> tell us. Oh, wait. We're going to do that segment. Oh, first. Yeah. yeah. The segment first. I had seen you at Ben's, <laughs> yeah. and I was, like, feeling myself. And I was, like, I'm going to do, like, a little edit for yeah. Ben's. And I saw you, and I asked you, what's in your bag? Yeah. You know, we did a little fun video. Uh-huh. So we're going to do an official more what's in your, what's in Nay's what's bag? In Nay's what's bag? in Nay's bag? Yeah, and you dude. can tell us what you carry around with you on your go-to or like got you. what you carry in your bag when you go out versus like your skate bag. Mm-hmm. Or is there like a difference? Man, it's know? it's crazy. Like the when we did it at House of Vans, I just um, got that purse from the beauty supply store. Such a cute purse. I was so geeked about that freaking purse i never like wear it out anymore because it's like fur and it's hot and stuff but i was so geeked so when you came up and asked me i was like this is perfect <laughs> but it's the same type of thing because i just got this bag Yo, this is my new favorite bag is that a supreme it's bag? supreme bag yeah That's so, so cute. we actually have these in the store right now nice. it's um it's like mesh we they do a lot of cheetah print i don't know like Love especially with their print. accessories like you know i'm cheetah printed out all the time so i don't know i loved it i immediately had to grab it but um, I was like, it's mesh, so you can kind of see kind of what's in it, which I kind of like, too. All yeah. my stuff is mostly pink, so it just, like, makes it even cuter for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But my skate bag usually will have this bag and then, like, my skate shoes, my brace, water. Um, and that's pretty much it. Everything that's important is in here, in, like, okay. the small bag that okay. I keep in my big bag. Okay. And I always have a big old bag. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to know what your love language is, basically, and what's important to you. Pretty much. Well, what's important, yeah, important to me for me. Yeah. This is, like, how I keep myself. Self-love. Yes, this is my self-love, self-love bag. bag. Yes, yeah. this is exactly what it is. Um, and feel free to, like, tell us little side stories about, yeah. like, where you got that, what's it from, why is it special. I'm going to do want. this after. This is basically, we'll do this first. This is my basically just my makeup bag. Um, I've gotten, like, my routine down, like, a good 10, yeah. 15 minutes. But I, because it's hot, especially mm-hmm. now, I keep, like... All the stuff I use 
on me. So I got like my beauty blender, my lip gloss, my blush, like all my little brushes. You got to keep the edges on point. So I got the little edges with the edge control. Like it's just, I can't be out here lacking. That's the premise of like what's in my bag. Mm -hmm. Like you will never catch me out here lacking. If you do, I just don't care. But (laughs) this is why I keep all this stuff. All my makeup stuff. We got the headphones and the charger. I keep my yeah, fast charger on me. I'm yeah. always on my phone and I'm always listening to music. I can't do anything without my headphones. I take the train everywhere. So like I have to block everything out to be able to like get where I'm going. Um, yeah, then, you know, next most important thing, like all my weed stuff, <laughs> obviously. Very important. Very, I can't leave that at but, home. Yeah, I can't do that. You never know. But and you got to have like... Three different yeah, types of papers. My blazies. Yeah, you can see those are like um the bigger pink ones I have. But yeah, the blazy Susans, the the tips, pink tips. Yes. It's all girly. And it's like I use this as my stuffer, but it's a sci-fi fantasy pen and it matches all my pink yeah. weed stuff. So Love it's it. perfect. Um my show, show good. Wanna, like, show, show them? Yeah, I'm just like showing you, but I'm not yeah, showing like- them. It's like my grinder, my papers. Uh, my little weed bag. Um, yeah, this is the pen I was talking about. A little sci-fi fantasy pen. It's pretty cute. Um, there's that stuff. That's like the most important. Literally, but it's cute. My yeah. smell good stuff. It's like peppermint oil I put in my hair, but I like I'll put it in my hair and then put the rest like on my body. And then uh, one of my coworkers gave me this it's like CBD oil, mm-hmm. but it's like lavender, so it smells really good. So I just kind of like, and then if I need to like. Do a spot or something, it's wow, there. Wow, you're telling us your secrets. Literally, yeah, I know, it's crazy. Um, gum, another smell good thing. Got like a little nail file, you never know if something, you know? Yeah, board on the train somewhere. Ibuprofen, yeah. gotta have that, you know? Uh, my Demos punch card, because I'm always going to Demos when I'm working at Supreme. Um, mac and cheese pizza, you have to try it. If you oh, have I tried it. that one, so good. So good. I like the chicken barbecue too. Yes, that they have like a chicken really bacon one. barbecue ranch. Do Super they know good. you there already? They're oh like, yeah. Oh, I'm there like every day. <laughs> I swear to God, like I got addicted. I'm hooked on the mac and cheese. Do pizza. they visit you at Supreme too? Not yet, oh, but they keep saying they're going oh, to. Okay. But you know, Supreme is like, I don't blame people for not yeah. doing it. But I got. I always gotta have extra earrings because I never know if I want to switch them out. Um, they also always get lost, so you gotta have extra different types of hoops. And exactly. Go to get your earrings from the beauty supply store. Don't buy expensive earrings because then you can just go yeah. buy more. Yeah. And then if you lose them, it doesn't matter. That's your spot, right? Beauty, beauty supply. The beauty store? supply. I'm always at the beauty supply store. I get my yeah. check. I'm at the beauty supply store. Um, I think the last thing I have in here is just like some Emporium coins from the bar. Um, so I do Emporium too. Super fun place to drink and play games with your friends after work. But that's pretty much everything I have. It's a lot, but it's like not and at the same time. And it all fits in there. And it all fits Shout in this little Supreme. Supreme mesh bag. So slide and, you know, When did that, did that recently come out? Yeah, this was like a drop or two ago, I think. And we've got, they've got little ones. They've got yeah. big tote bags. Um, so if you're girl, like, you know, if you like cheetah print, cute. go get your stuff. Cute, cute. Yeah. So tell us where, like, geographically introduce yourself because I know that you're from Champagne yeah. but if you want to give us a little bit more of an insight I'm not to be honest I'm not too familiar with Champagne like I already, I just know that you of I is there mm-hmm. and I've only been around that campus but 
Yeah, if you want to share. I got you. Yeah, so I'm born and raised in Champaign, Illinois. It's uh, two hours south of Chicago. Um, It's mostly known for the University of Illinois because UIUC, University of Illinois Chicago, is here. So even if people don't know Champaign, they know of like the original University of Illinois Mm -hmm. because UIUC is an extension of that. Um, What else? Yeah, my dad's from Champaign. My mom's from Detroit. Um, but yeah, I grew up there, born and raised. It's a twin city, so it's like Champaign, Urbana. Um, mm-hmm. And I was born and raised in Champaign, not Urbana. But like, there's like three high schools, like two middle you schools. You were born in Champaign and not Urbana, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So I said it right. I said yeah. you're from Champaign. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's so silly because it's Champaign, Urbana. Yeah. Like, it's mixed together. But living in Champaign, there's a big discrepancy between like, if you live in Urbana and if you live in Champaign. So when you say, when people ask you where you're from, do you say Champaign, Urbana? No, I say Champaign. Champaign. Okay. Yeah, because like you don't even think about, like Urbana's like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes from where I lived in Champaign, mm-hmm. and you have to like get on the highway kind of to get there, or you like could take the back roads, but it takes longer. Yeah. So for us, like in such a small town like that, that's considered like a whole different place, even though mm-hmm. geographically they're put together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there, like I said, like we cool. have Urbana High School and Champaign Central High School. There's another high school in Champaign too, but it's usually like Central and Centennial, which are the two high schools in Champaign versus Urbana. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of like the rivalry. Mm-hmm. And then Champaign and Centennial have their own rivalry because it's the two Champaign schools. Yeah. But yeah, it's so separated. Since we're in the talk about topic of Champaign, I remember I don't know who told me, but I remember. I think you probably mentioned it or someone mentioned it that just getting around champagne in the area like taking an uber is so expensive yeah. so how was that like commute experience or like moving around your town different and how did that kind of like like how how was that change when you came out to chicago yeah Seeing that you live right by the red line like people you don't Dude. have to drive anywhere here like it's a big change it's it's a huge change it's one of the biggest reasons like the catalyst as to why i moved to chicago because i mean growing up in champaign i there's like school buses but like the buses like the um i think in champaign they're called mta i can't even remember but like cta buses Mm -hmm. i think it's mta in champaign they don't go everywhere so like where i lived at the bus wouldn't come pick me up so I was like lucky enough that my grandparents would drive me to school most of the times or drive me to the things that I needed to do when I was younger. Um, by the time I was like kind of taking care of myself, like 16, 17, I was like, I had to Uber everywhere because mm-hmm. the, the bus just wasn't picking me up where I was at. Um, and in Champaign, like if you're walking on the sidewalk, you're the only person yeah. walking on the sidewalk for like a two mile radius and everyone knows who you are. So it's like, you don't really want to do that if you don't have to. Um, but yeah, it's like Ubers and Lyfts are expensive in general, but I was, um, at the time before I moved to Chicago, I was working two jobs. So either they'd be like $10 each, uh, one way. So I was spending like 40 bucks a day on Ubers getting to both my jobs, like there and back. Um, which was ridiculous. 40 bucks to get there. In, in, total. in total. Yeah. In total. So it's a like $10 day. there, $10 back, $10 there, $10 back. Yeah. And like, that's just going to work. That's yeah. not going, like, that's no extracurriculars because it's the same amount of money to go anywhere else. Yeah. So, yeah, when I was thinking about coming to Chicago, that was the biggest thing is that I didn't have to get a car because in Champaign, it's like, if you want to continue to be here and like 
survive, you kind of have to get mm-hmm. a vehicle. Um, like I can go to Chicago, not have to get a car, get right by the train, not spend a bunch of money on where I need to go. Like, and it works out perfectly. I love it. Like I love yeah. the public transportation. Like yeah. just being able to be like another body yeah. on the train or on the bus, wherever. I love it. Cause, and it's like, just so common. Everybody does it. Yeah, everyone does it. Fun. There's yeah. no like shame or guilt no. or like, and there never should be anyway. Yeah. But where I'm from, like people place that on you for sure. Oh. So it's like, mm. you know, it's a it's it's nice to just like live. Yeah. And just be able to like yeah. be a, a normal person on the street, you know. So, what sort of spark? I mean, you said like transportation, but I'm trying to think what sort of made you decide like, yes, I'm moving to Chicago. F this time, yeah. like I'm going. Yeah. And how was that process for you? Because I think you're really brave to move out here by yourself. Yeah. And just be dedicated with your goals and like know your purpose for being here what sort of sparked that decision yeah i mean it's a an aggravation of a lot of different things so like um growing up in champagne my thing was like and i'll kind of like backtrack a little bit from like champagne in general and like how i got to skating and like stuff like that because i played soccer my whole life i played soccer yeah. for like 15 years travel school like summer id camps like i never had like an off season for a good like 15, 16 years playing soccer since I was what five. What position did you play? Forward. Yeah. I was a striker. Scoring those goals. Scoring the goals. Yep. That was me. Um, and my dad, when he was like 17, I think a junior in high school, he went to Chicago um, mm-hmm. and lived there and had my older brother. My brother lives in Elgin, mm-hmm. um, suburb in Chicago. And he had my brother, you know, things happened. He ended up moving back to Champaign and had me and then, like, wasn't able to go back to Chicago. So, like, it was always kind of in the background mm-hmm. of, like, you know, Chicago and playing soccer and travel soccer. We were coming to Schaumburg and Bolingbrook mm-hmm. and, like, we, I was in the suburbs a yeah. lot, like, just playing soccer. I didn't yeah. do anything else. My grandparents were the ones that took me everywhere. So it wasn't like, hey, like, let's go play soccer and then let's go to the mall. And let's, like, they were too old to want to kind of do stuff like that. So it was like hotel, soccer, back home. We never came to the city. Like I didn't have a gist of Chicago at all, but it, like I said, it was always kind of in the background. Um, and then when I found skateboarding in 2020, which when I graduated, um, we were taking more trips to the city um, just to skate. Like I'd never been to Grant Park. I'd never been downtown before. And so that was like my first time when I was like 18, kind of seeing what the city was like. Um, and then meeting people, there were some people that, um, were from Chicago that lived in the Champaign area that uh, skated my local. So then I kind of had like a direct connect to the city then. Um, So when we did come to the city, we'd hang out with them and that got me more into the skate scene. Being at Grant for that first time was when I met Marlene actually. And that was like before I knew anybody else. Like we really just met organically at the park. Like at Grant? Girl at the skate park. It was. She's never (laughs) at the park. Isn't that crazy? No, literally like I, me me and my ex were just in Chicago meeting up with like some homies. And like my first time at Grant, she came up to me and we just like exchanged socials and yeah, that's kind of, I. that was probably a year before I moved. Um, kept skating in Champaign, kept, you know, like building my connections and networking over social media just by like watching people's clips, being hyped on what people were doing. Um, and then I was working at a Texas roadhouse in Champaign. And I think I got a, I think I, I got I an apartment in Champaign 2021. And like those little baby steps were in, um, also, my best friend moved to Japan by herself, so she skateboarded too. So it's kind of just like a lot of different things. It's just like, 
all right, like I'm skating. There's skating in Chicago. Like my, if my friend can go to freaking Japan and live by herself, like I can definitely do that. Like this job's paying me pretty well. I'm making enough money that I, I can obviously like have my own apartment. So why couldn't I, I know it's going to be more expensive, but I'll work for it, you know, like, and then I think after COVID, after like protesting all 2020, my dad was sick during that time too. I was just like, I'm over it. There's nothing left for me here. Also, I, I think I'd reached a point in my skating too where I'm like, I'm just not being pushed anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that if I stay any longer, it's nothing's going to just benefit yeah. me. Like, I'm not going to get any more out of this town. Yeah. Um, I ended up meeting someone over Instagram that skateboarded as well through like mutual friends in Champaign. And um, that's who I moved in with, actually. I moved here by myself. It was my own lease, like my own apartment. But the guy I was talking to at the time that I was uh, living with. So he was a, a huge help. And that's a th- big thing too. Like I know a lot of people are like, you did it all by yourself. I did, but like, I definitely had people to help me and people in my corner. And like, that's a big thing too. I don't want to, you know, miss out on. But yeah, yeah that, it was a lot of things, but. And so you touched up on, you know, you getting interested in skateboarding, but share the story of like, how it was that you were introduced to a board. Like, yeah. did, was, did, who did this involve? Like what your friends that you were hanging out with or mm-hmm. how was kind of skateboarding in your radar? Yeah, I mean, the thing is like, it literally wasn't at all. <laughs> like It's crazy to think about because in the city now you'll see a skater every 10 minutes, you know, yeah. someone skating on the street. I never saw anybody skateboarding on the street in Champaign ever. The only people I knew that skated were my brother would come from Elgin to visit on holidays mm-hmm. and I knew him and his friends skateboarded, mm-hmm. but I never like saw them actually doing it and we're six years apart so i'm like the annoying little sister that's like can i come with and they're like (laughs) you know skater boys in their teens are like no like can't come around us so there's a picture of me with a brat's skateboard that i I posted the other day yeah i saw that crazy because i remember that i had that but i don't really remember riding it a lot i always used to roller skate a lot i was the only place that we had in champagne to have fun at was like the movie theater and the roller rink so every weekend everybody was at the roller skating rink so i think that attributes a lot to why i'm so comfortable on a board because i don't really remember riding boards but i was always on wheels yeah i was riding my scooter i was like on my roller skates a lot at home at the roller rink um but yeah that was when i was like little little because from like 11 to 18 it was like strictly soccer and school i wasn't doing anything else and then um when i graduated i met my ex and we like when we first started dating like he didn't bring me to the skate park or like tell me he skateboarded either for a minute and then he was like there's this competition like at Spalding skate park like I'm gonna go because I want to skate in it and I'm like all right cool like I'll bring my books I was like read I was really into like tarot and witchcraft I still am but at the time I was really getting into it I'll bring my books and I'll just sit and I'll watch you and um he did a tray flip off this fun box Mm -hmm. I'm not you like watching everyone was cool or whatever but like sitting there watching him do that I remember in the moment I'm like, Ho- like holy shit, like that's magic. Like yeah. what the fuck? Like what? Like sitting there watching him grind for it. Like I remember the time passed for him to do the trick in the competition and everyone was like, keep going, like do it again, do it again. Like we don't care. And I'm like, whoa, like the energy, the, energy, yeah. the community, like the fact that everyone was just so like hyped off what they were doing and he landed on his homies. Like I have the videos still, like I go back and watch it sometimes because I'm like, that moment was like and when I fell in love with yeah, it, literally like I, I'll never forget that ever. And from then on, I'm like, I can do this. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Like, why am I just sitting here? Like, it's all the same muscles and as soccer and all the same things. So I remember I went home. My brother saw the board at in our basement that he left. And I just snatched it up. And I think it was a, what was it? There's a brand in the suburbs that it was, but I don't want to say it and it'd be wrong. But uses it's old as hell and I skated that and me and my ex would just go to the parking garages or from then on I just was always on my board and it became like a a thing for me to deal with all the crazy shit that was happening it was like I'm just gonna learn this trick and stay at the skate park for six hours today and like whatever (laughs) when I started I was still kind of playing soccer in college and stuff too but once that stopped it was just full force Mm -hmm. like me and him were just we're together at the hip all the time and all we wanted to do was skate so for a good two years like that's all we did and what do you still play soccer or what kind of like made you end yeah um your your soccer years or like did you also feel like you hit a plateau with soccer as well um soccer was a thing for me that if I wanted to and if I really loved soccer I could have gone really far in it I feel like it took me a long time to be able to even like express this about myself because I one didn't believe it and I two think thought people would make me feel bad for saying it out loud but I truly believe like I could pick up anything and be really successful in it mm-hmm. just cuz I I give 110% yeah, into whatever I do in yourself and, you know you know know that you can accomplish it and like that's just stuff that my parents always taught me yeah. like I didn't have a, a great childhood or great relationships with my parents either but they saw it in me because they saw it in themselves, you yeah. know? Like, you can do anything you put your mind to, and honestly. You can. Yeah. Anyone can. Anyone can. It just takes work. Exactly. Yeah. And you have to love it, too. Yeah. And I didn't... I was good at soccer, and I enjoyed it because I was good at it because I was doing it for so long, but I never loved it, especially now that I know the way I love skateboarding. Mm-hmm. I just knew that, I like... I didn't fit in with all the white girls. Like, I didn't have the money that they thought I did. Like, my grandma was still working, like, two jobs after, like, going to college, having, like, a retirement plan to pay for me to go through soccer because that was, like, the plan. I was supposed to go D1 and make my money, and, like, that's what was going to happen. So um, it just – I never felt right. I felt right on the field because I was giving my all, and I'd score the goals, and I'd – you know, it'd feel good for me, I guess, a little bit, but – I was still, like, the only black girl on the field. Like, I kind of had to reach these expectations with people that I didn't feel like I could really meet. I always felt like I was letting people down. I just didn't fit in the box that Mm. they wanted me to. Mm -hmm. Even especially, like, going to college. Like, I went to so many ID camps and, like, summer camps where I had an idea of, like, you know, you'd stay in the dorms for a week. And I did that a lot. So I kind of already knew what the expectations were and how you had to act and how you had to, like, appease to the coaches and to the community and the college and... I knew from a very young age that that wasn't going to work, mm-hmm. but I kind of had to keep playing the part until mm-hmm. I figured out what else I was going to do. Um, and soccer did have like just a plateau within myself of just like, I just didn't want to do it anymore. Like, I, I remember just being like, I don't, I'm going to, you know, because why not? And if I have to, I'll go to college and I'll play, but I, I really did not want to. And then some stuff happened with like, um, you know, just racism is very prevalent where I'm from. Yeah. And um, uh, white people in my town are allotted to have mistakes, and a lot of black people aren't. And as a teenager, I made a lot of mistakes, but a lot fewer than my peers did. But the mistakes I did make were held against me in a way that I couldn't really recover from them, mentally, spiritually, physically. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of the catalyst as to why I had to put soccer down. I would have kept really, like, trying to play that part, I think, if it wouldn't have been so, like, a slap in the face of, like, 
we don't care about you or all the work you've put in or how good you are because you made this mistake and that's because of this, you know? Because mm-hmm. there are kids around me that were doing the same things or like involved in the same sort of things and th- th- it wasn't, the double standards were really yeah. fucking crazy. I remember um, sitting at a banquet and waiting for like my name to be called for an award that was supposed to be given to me and I went, it wasn't, and I went to my coach afterwards and like, why didn't this happen? And they're yeah. like, well, the coaches made a group chat about you what? and they ranked you last out of 31 people where I was third in goal scoring, all area first team, all sectional first team, all conference first team as a freshman and a sophomore and the varsity MVP and third in goal scoring in the area, like not even just in Champaign. So to like to rank me last and there are girls in that list that I played against like in tournaments or like mm-hmm. in club that obviously weren't as good as I was. Um, and he told me straight up, he's like, they made a group chat about you. And because of what happened, that's why they ranked you last. And so my dad told me, he's like, that day I saw your, like, I saw your heartbreak. Because I didn't really care about soccer. It was just like, I put so much yeah. into this. Like, right. so much work into this. And, like, it doesn't matter because this one thing, like, it's crazy. Grown men trying to, like, mm-hmm. ruin my future. Mm-hmm. Like, actually. So that was when I kind of was like, eh. And then um, COVID happened. Um, and I was going to go. I still had D1 offers. I just didn't want to leave my dad at the time. Yeah. Um, so I had a full ride to the community college in Champaign. And I played there for like maybe a week or two. Things got weird with the coach. I just, I didn't want to really do it anymore. And that's, yeah. I was skating too during that, during all that. And I was just like, fuck it. I, I dropped out. I uh, made sure my dad was okay. And I just skated the entire time. But that's why skateboarding saved my life because it was like, I can be myself and do this. I don't have mm-hmm. to appease to a coach or score these goals or, right. you know, can't smoke weed or do what, like, do what I want to do. I know those things are like, you know, relative to everybody else. But at those times, those were the things keeping me alive. So it's yeah. like, if I can't do this, like there needs to be other things in place and people weren't doing that for me. So I had to like compensate for that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was, skateboarding gave me the opportunity to like, say fuck all that that never mattered in the first place anyway and I knew that and I was Mm -hmm. like trying so hard to be something I could never really be Mm -hmm. and now I can like build myself into who I see myself as so it was a really important thing that happened that's (laughs) such a powerful story (laughs) I don't know what to say like thank you for being vulnerable and just honest and you know, I really value your story, and so I wanted I you to share it. it, like, as best as possible. Yeah. Um, but we are happy to have you here in Chicago. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think that um, I always told myself, because things were so bad when I was younger, that it's like, it only goes up from here, you mm-hmm. know? And the first year in Chicago was hard, of course. Like, I didn't know anybody for real. I couldn't skate for, like, six months because I moved in the winter. Mm. So I didn't... I moved in November of 2021, so I didn't, like know really what to do but I'd skate out Wilson at night by myself and like that's how people kind of started knowing who I was um and from then on things have just kind of I just kept doing me you know I just wanted to skate that's all I really wanted to do and like be on my own and not have to have all those extra champagne things lingering over me yeah um and it's it's paid off I'm very blessed and grateful to be where I'm at right now so so when you moved out here 
Because you, when you moved out here, you weren't working at Supreme yet. No, I was working at the Gordon Ramsay restaurant, right? Well, actually, I had I had two different jobs before okay. that. I was working at the X Pot and Mariano's downtown because I found those jobs on Indeed and Champagne. Yeah. And I would come on the train and I had those interviews before I moved nice. out here. Um, but those ended very quickly, just based off like it wasn't a good fit. Um, I found the Gordon Ramsay thing on Indeed, walking to my other job. Uh, walked right they had like open interviews you just walk into the hotel and they would interview you type mm. shit and i mean i had a decent resume at the time like working at the texas roadhouse in champagne um and they liked me so i started there i opened that restaurant i was like the first host trainer there um and then i moved up to key manager by the end of it and i was also serving at fat cat so i was like working two jobs like doing a lot um, but I loved working in the food industry. I really enjoyed it. It felt like a exchange. It felt like transactional, yeah. you know? I think we talked about it before when we went to go to Skate Street. Like, you're good at just conversating with people and chatting. Mm-hmm. And so the prior jobs that you've had allow you to be yourself and just yeah. like, develop good social skills and stuff. Yeah. 100%. And it's genuine. Like, people yeah. can tell when, like, you really just don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. Like, mm-hmm. and of course, people are mean, like, in food or whatever. But, like, that's where you're like... <laughs> I'm, you're still yeah. paying me, yeah. you know, but the people that do enjoy it, they're going to compensate for that type of yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed that. But, yeah, then Supreme happened, which was super crazy. Yeah. I, do you want to share about that? Yeah, dude. Like, I never thought in a million years someone would have told me that before I moved. I would have been like, you're lying. You're <laughs> actually lying. Because, like I said, skateboarding was never something that's on my radar. I'm never going to sit here and be like, mm, like, core to my bones. Like, I've been skating for two years. Like I've just done a lot of research and I really love it. So I've mm-hmm. like died full head deep into it. But even when it came to Supreme, like I didn't know much about that culture when they uh, found me. Um, basically what happened was Dave, uh, David Ruda, my manager, um, he found me on Instagram and he had been following me for a while, but his, same thing, like his Instagram isn't his name and he doesn't have it in his Instagram and all his pictures are just scans of skateboard skateboarding pictures so i had no clue who this guy was but he like hard all my okay so it times after 30 minutes so. oh okay sorry uh, i think you have to wait like a, um, a second and then press it again all right go ahead okay. all good okay so dave, cool. oh yeah dave he um he yeah he'd been like liking my clips and like put like harding like some of my skate stuff like on my story but i still didn't know who he was and one day i got a dm this is like Maybe two weeks after I got promoted at Gordon Ramsay Burger around October 2022. And um, he's like, hey, like, I know you don't know who I am, but I may have a job skateboarding related. And I'm like, and I I have like Instagram DM. Yeah. Like I had like (laughs) notebooks of me like writing, like I want a job related to skateboarding. Like I, like actually, yeah, you know, I know, I know. Like literally wrote it, like praying on it. Like even at Gordon Ramsay at the host stand, they have these like iPads and I would just sit and like watch Thrasher, like be on Thrasher Mm -hmm. website all day, just watching skate videos. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, like I'm sitting here watching these skate. Like I would just love to actually work in a shop. I see girls on Instagram, they work in shops and like their progression is crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, I was really, really thinking about it, so it's crazy that he actually messaged me. But, like, I know you don't know who I am, but, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I love that. He's like, want to meet up sometime? We, we met up, um, had a little talk, hit it off the bat. Like, I love Dave. Like, honestly, I have so much respect for that man. Like, and he's a lot of the reason why I have the opportunities that I do right now. Um, and then I had a second interview with some of the higher-ups, Jeff Pang and Todd Jordan. 
Um, and I was the last person that was hired there. I started after they opened the store. Um, but yeah, it, it happened super fast. There wasn't a lot of like information that like was given to me during it. So it was like all blind faith of just being like, okay, I think this feels right and this is where I should be and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm so glad that I did. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah. And how is the environment working with everybody there? Because everybody there skates. Yeah. Like, I always see y'all's picture, y'all's look like you're having a great time, like <laughs> yeah. skating after work. Just yeah. like how is that environment being around people who love the same sport that you do and live and breathe it and like are Man. dedicated and like are supportive? Yeah. How has that environment been treating you? Yeah. Nothing. What do you love about it. Nothing compares to it. Like honestly, like nothing compares. Just you know, like just being with the homies. Like that's the best shit ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say it took me a a while to feel that way just because of the imposter syndrome. Like just not being here for that long, not skating for that long, and I'm around like. OG OG Chicago legends you know like even Marlene is a legend in the skate scene and like me working with her like from when I told you like I was just meeting at Grant randomly like it's crazy to think that we're both there now working together um but it was really hard for me to wrap my head around it because I think I um expected a lot more out of myself that I really wasn't physically or like mentally possible at the time I just had to grow up to like find my wings I guess and like become comfortable but um now that I've gotten there it's like it's it's everything has its ups and downs and supreme is still a job like at the end of the day it's not all peaches and rainbows but what gets us through is each other like we're a family and having all these people around me that support what I do and they love it and like I can ask them questions and I can ask them advice and they're not holding it against me or making me feel weird and like it's not some random guy at the skate park that I'm like hey like I'm trying to do this like what do you think like someone that actually cares about my well-being and like seeing me succeed um and I like again like shout out to fucking Dave bro like to be so engrossed in the scene that you can build a team like this like I it still doesn't make sense to me how he got all of us there at one time and how well everyone meshes like people come to the store every day and they're like all the people at the other stores are so mean but like you guys are so happy and the vibes are so good in here and you guys are so nice and like I think that's because each of us individually are those type of people Mm -hmm. and then put together like it's just you can't help but laugh and giggle and talk shit and fucking it's just such a good place to be in bro he curated the perfect team he did he 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 really did and I have to mention too like for um for it to be a majority team of color too is so important Mm -hmm. especially in Chicago like giving us those opportunities like especially someone like me that's just came to Chicago that just started skating in general like he didn't have to do that you know and like putting his faith and his trust in me like that's another reason why I'm like so adamant about the things that I do because it's not just me anymore like I got a team behind me of people that believe in me that I gotta push forward for yeah so yeah yeah yeah. it's good to have like a backing like someone that just you know, validates you and supports you and knows the work that you put in. Tease your yeah. potential. It's because yeah, I didn't even see it myself when right. he first hired me, you know? Now it's something I'm starting to, like, know the fog is kind of clearing. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, I still have days where I'm like, what the fuck, what the fuck am I right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So before Supreme, I because I thought I was under the impression that you skated or were like sponsored by Sapient. Yeah, you want to share a little bit about of that? Of course. I yeah. also seen you on some of the videos that Will has dropped. So I'm like, oh, like nay skating. Dude, I'm like so board. glad like, you brought yeah. that up because 
I would have remembered at some point, but I'm so glad you brought it up now. Man, sapient, like the things I could say, I could go on forever about that shit, but same thing, like I live um, like five minutes from Wilson. I got really lucky when I was looking for apartments here. I was like, I just need somewhere close to the train and somewhere I can skate. And I'm five minutes from Wilson, five minutes from the Argyle stop. So I, me and Marlene were at the skate park actually one night from being out. I think they came to my job and then forced me to come outside and skate. It was a, it was Marlene, Dez, and uh, Marlena. And they were like, come on, you know, you're going right now. We're going to Wilson. Popped out and that's when I met Will for the first time. And you know, Will is the um, guy who uh, runs Supreme, uh, not Supreme, who runs Sapient, and he makes all those boards by hand in that warehouse. Um, and the same thing like Dave, like, like I guess just seeing the potential in me or like based off connections, we connected really well when I first met him. Um, and he was like, yeah, you know, if you need boards, let me know. I got you. Like, that's that's really what it was. It took us a long time. I, I think I was afraid to even ask to be like, so we're like, is this like a sponsor? <laughs> like, so what is it? Because I know they're like an up and coming thing. Sapiens only kind of been around for I'm, I would say two to three years. Yeah. I don't know if that's a fact or not, but like I think it's years, I think yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um. So I think in me as in me and Will's case, it was kind of um an exchange as well. You know, like he kind of saw I had a following, and I think he he's making boards, and I. Didn't know anyone else. I'm not trying to, you know, buy boards if I don't have to. And they're great boards that he makes, puts all his love and effort into. So, um, yeah, we had that sort of uh, relationship. And then it got over the summer that year was when, like, Justin, his filmer, or a filmer for Sapient, he lives in Florida, but he comes to the uh, Cousin Chicago every now and then um, and filmed us. So that was, like, my first time being at the warehouse, my first time being filmed on an actual camera was with Sapient and Will and Marlene and Alex. Um, a lot of those people. Was that video where they had the couch, right? That was a different okay. time. Okay. But that is at the warehouse. That's at the warehouse. Um, yeah, yeah, the warehouse has the, the ramp, six-foot ramp. I saw your hair, and I was like, that's And nice. it is, yeah. So, like, we actually, like, took that couch from the bottom part and oh. put it up there. Like, all six of us. We moved it up on top of the coping and that was chris that um did the what do you do a front i think he did a blunt on it mm. it was crazy insane but yeah will is just the type of guy that he always made sure i was involved in what he had going on and like i can't tell you why i don't like i can't read his mind but i can only assume that it's just because he fucked with me you know and he yeah. saw like the potential and like wanted me to be around and i like can only thank him so much for that because me not knowing anyone as well and like having a hard time kind of finding where I fit, I could always go back to Will and go back to Sapient and be like, even with the other people that are um, wrapped around in that, I didn't know them very well, but he was always a safe space for mm -hmm. me, especially when I was out here in the beginning. So, um, and now really just a mentor because I've, I've moved on from getting boards from them, like officially being sponsored by Sapient because um, I'm on some other things right now, but Will has always been completely supportive of that and has always made sure to like make it clear that that's always home if mm -hmm. I want it to be. Yeah. I can always, you know, we'll always have that relationship. So nice. I, I love yes. Will. Like, love, Will's great. We, we love Will. Love like Will. where Will stands over here. Like <laughs> if you don't love Will, something is wrong with you. Like nice guy. And I'm also gonna say so proud of him for the work he's been doing in yeah. the community with these Wilson Wednesdays. Like even from the progression from last year to now. Like. Yeah. It is such a staple in our community, and I don't think people understand how much work gets put into yes, that, and that it's a, not a one-man job, but there's one man kind of behind everything. Like, that is his brand, and he makes all those boards. He is in that warehouse, like, grinding it out, and, like, he deserves all his flowers, 
I'm going to give them to them. So. Yeah, they, <laughs> had, they had that event last week at my local, and they gave out free food. Like, oh, everybody yeah. wants to come out and get some always. food, like, have a good time. Even if you're not people. skating. Yeah, like, it's just a great time. Dude, they're always so, giving. So, speaking of last, that one event, you, I saw you there, mm-hmm. and you, you were like, I got injured, I can't skate. Yeah, bro. I think I saw that clip where you got injured, but I didn't know you got injured. So when you told me about that, I was like, what? How yeah. bad is it? Like, how are you feeling now? Do you want to talk about yeah. what trick you were trying? And of just... course. That was a huge thing. Like, this injury or was whatever. Was that in Chicago? No, it was in Detroit. Okay, so, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you went out to you It's did a tell me huge to part of my skate journey right now. Um, so... Um, Who'd you go to Detroit with? Yeah, so I was invited <laughs> on the trip. I'm trying nice. to think like how to start it off with, yeah, like, because yeah, yeah. it's a big. It, I don't know. It's so many things happen, but um, so the guy who's uh, managing Uprise right now, his name's Larry uh, Braz. Him and another guy from Detroit. I think it, uh, he runs Olympia Skate Shop. They have a brand called Plateau Skateboards, um, and they're fairly new as well. Kind of the same thing like Sapient, um, uh, and. Well, my coworkers, Roland and Oliver, had been like riding with them, like going on some trips with them. They went to Milwaukee maybe a week or two before we went to Detroit. Um, and yeah, Dave asked me like the day before, he's like, hey, Nay, like, you want to come to Detroit tomorrow? Like, are you down? And I'm like, uh, duh. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, my favorite movie, Street Dreams. Like, this is like my Street Dreams moment. Yeah. I was so excited. Like, got up hella early, went with the guys. Like, I was just so excited to be a part. Like, there's no one that looks like me anywhere in these scenes a lot of the time. So, like, whether I feel uncomfortable or not, I think it's just important for me to be there for, like, the next generation of people mm-hmm. or the next, you know, black girl that wants to, like, be on a skateboard. Like, yeah. it's just super sick. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. And my mom's also from Detroit. So it was, like, a really a full circle yeah. moment for me. Like, wow. Like, yeah, let's do it. So we went. Um, Larry gave me a board. And, um... Yeah, I was doing, we were, at, we were at Bishop DIY, which I found out is like only 10 minutes away from my great grandma's house, which I used to roller skate in front of all the time, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But we were at Bishop DIY, um, beautiful park. I loved it. We had so much fun there. And um, that's why I was doing that kickflip thing off. It was like a bank to like really long two stair. And Roland and this other gentleman, I think his name's Bren. Yeah, Roland and Bren were skating it, doing like some crazy flip tricks off of it. And I'm like, I wonder if I can ollie that i was like yeah okay let's try it ollie it i was like all right that was easy i, was like, I wonder if i can kickflip this <laughs> i was like, tell Roland, i was like maybe i can, I can kickflip that and like he's like hell yeah try it i'm like all right cool bet so i tried it a few times i was clearing it but i i wasn't confident enough to really get on it all the way and i sat down for a little bit i was like yeah i'm over it like i'm happy about the ollie you know maybe next time and dave's like no i'll get the camera out come on you're doing it and i'm like all right bet Took me like a decent amount of tries, but once I got it, bro, it was heavenly. And the cosign from all the guys was just like, I'll never forget. I remember Braz looked at that video. He's like, You couldn't even, you couldn't do that any better than you did it. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Dang, yes! Like it felt so good just to like do my thing and like have people recognize it. Yeah. And like there's also some um, some girl skaters there as well that I've recently connected with. Lil Shove from Detroit. She's doing her thing out there. She was there. Um, Andrea, she's from Philly. She was there as well. These girls are shredding right now. Mm-hmm. And like being around them, being on the guys, like just being pushed in general to like push myself. It was it was such a good environment out there. Um, so we went there, but then we went to Heart Plaza, which is in downtown Detroit. Um, and that's where I ended up getting broke off at. 
we were we were all gassed from the DIY. We really all should have just kind of yeah chilled. chilled. But we were hyped. We were just hyped to be there, especially me. Like I haven't seen these spots before. Like yeah. they seem was that your first time going to Detroit? Yeah, well, okay. going to Detroit to skate. To skate, yeah. Because yeah. so, I've been to Detroit just for fun, but not to skate. To, yet. Not to skate, yeah. and like they have some cool ass shit. Okay. Yeah, so I've I was, seen videos of like just people around here going out yeah, there. Bro, like, yeah, bro, I'm gonna make the most out of this, like for sure. So. I remember um, there's another girl named Kate. She was there as well. She's um, uh, she was skating with uh, Lil Shove and, and Andrea as well. And I remember she said that she wanted to try to like boneless off of this big ledge. And I was like, bet, like I'll ollie it with you. And that ollie turned into, or I'll ollie this gap. And then that ollie the gap turned into, okay, I'll 50 the ledge and try to drop off of it. It's like this high, like it's a gap this big. So you ride on and then you have to ollie onto mm-hmm. the ledge and drop off. And I was locking in every time, which surprised me. You've seen me do my 50s. Like, yeah. I struggle with them. I don't know what – I do know, but I won't even get into that. But I struggle with them. Um, but I was locking in every time. And it was, like, just a little push-off I had to do. And, like, Larry's filming me. And, like, the girls are watching me. And everyone's, like, super hype on it. I was getting really a lot closer than I thought I was going to get. And then, like, just one time I just went up. The board didn't even, like, it did this Mm-hmm. It didn't even get up on top of it. And my feet went like this. My left foot slipped. I tried to catch myself, so I tried to go like, doom, doom. Yeah. And my slipped right out. My body went straight back. And I fell straight on my on my back. Like, straight oh. right here. Full weight. Just like, I remember being, hit, like, sorry, in the air. Just like, I had, there's no yeah. way I was saving myself. Like, I was yeah. dead. I remember thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm going to be paralyzed after no. this. Like, I'm like, it's it, this is not good. Like, I don't think I've ever really been in a position from that big yeah. that high that I haven't been able to like catch, catch my feet yourself. you know yeah. what I'm saying I was just helpless in that moment um luckily though I got up right after and I think that was another form of manifesting because I was just like you're good you're good you're good get up you're fine this is this is not happening right now you're gonna be okay cool because it could like it should have been worse but it really is just like my groin like this mm. whole area right here is where I, I feel pain in um groins just take forever to heal so like i can walk i can like push i can do some ollies right now but like anything that really requires me like fully extending my leg or like it's that's gonna take probably another like two weeks so when you fell and like i'm I'm trying to think because when i was out in mexico city a lot of the girls were like that telling me that they don't get um their ankles like injured they don't roll anything because mm. they know how to catch their body or like they mm. know how to like throw their body mm-hmm. so that their feet are fine mm-hmm. did you like did you just lose balance or did you throw yourself and like you just didn't calculate the height like i'm trying to think like well, how did like slow motion were you like okay this is this happened because of a b and c yes i actually i did because being like an athlete in general like you know i played every sport in the book before i I found skateboarding but like i've always been able to just like catch myself like yeah you know and i thought i was great at falling people told me all the time like you're and you're good at falling too like when you skateboard which is like an important thing after this of course all the guys are like yeah no we got to teach you how to fall now and i'm like you fucking assholes you know like fuck you guys i know how to fall but that one specifically was literally just like i can't do anything right now like i was like I don't like I don't know. I remember thinking um in my head I just have to keep turning this way. Like if I can get on my side, it's completely better than falling straight back. Yeah. Cuz I was I was facing this way uh-huh. and I my foot it was my right foot that slipped out and this foot went up immediately. Yeah. So I couldn't even like if I was like when I was doing it before I was catching myself on my right foot. Yeah. So once that one went up, which is like my dominant yeah. foot, I was like 
all right, I don't know what I'm going to do, but just keep yeah. keep going this way okay. to try to get, like, on your other side because I couldn't go this way. Um, I think I found, like, a good median because if I would have not turned and, like, been straight on like this, I, I actually would have fell straight on my tailbone and, like, smacked yeah. back on yeah. my head. Yeah. Luckily, because I was turned uh, that way, my that's why my groin is pulled, I think, because my leg crossed over my body when I fell. Um, but it's, like, right here on my back instead of, like, my center tailbone. And I, my poof, my ponytail saved my head because I fell sideways right on it. So, like, yeah, I did have, like, that little cat moment where I'm, like, figure out the best way to yeah. fall. Although it looked horrible, that could have even been worse because I remember being up there straight up and down being, like, oh, yeah, if you fall straight on your spine right now, like, you're fucked. It's over. It's wrapped. Your so, hair, you had me at my ponytail saves me. It did. Ponytail saved my life. Listen. Nay's hair saved Nay's life. Yes, yes. it did. Because I felt hair. it a little bit. Like, when you watch the video, it looks a lot worse than it did. Mm -hmm. But it, it was just like a dink. Like, it, it wouldn't even hurt at all. My head, everyone's like, is your head okay? And I'm like, yeah, my head's fine. It's my fucking groin. Like, that shit hurts really yeah. bad. So, but yeah, I got up. I think, honestly, like, the whole day and everything could have been cool if I just would have skated and, like, did really well. But I think, like, it's kind of like when people say it's not how, like, what you do, it's how you react to the mm -hmm. things that happen. Like, mm -hmm. I think me falling and then me getting back up and, like, I do that internally whether there was people there anyway. Just, like, get up. You're fine. Keep moving. Keep yeah. pushing. But I think them witnessing me in that moment gave everyone another level of respect for me and for my – in that moment, too, like, I – that changed me internally as well as externally because I'm like, damn, like I fucking got up. Like, damn, I got up. Yeah. And we're not going to the hospital and we're not going to make this a big deal. We're going to sit here and we're, everyone's going to keep skating and we'll go home and I'll be fine. Like, mm -hmm. that was really my thought process. And I think that the people around me were like really impressed by that. And I think that is something that's going to follow in terms of my character of just like, yeah, she ate, she eats shit and she tries hard, but she gets back, gets up, back up, you know, yeah. and like, that is a thing that I'm like, yeah, that is me. But that moment itself encapsulated that for me. It's something I'll never forget. So it's like a, even when I have been having moments recently where things kind of get tough, I'm like, get back up. You know, people are gonna respect you for yeah. getting back up and keep doing it. So it was great. I, I wouldn't trade. I would. I don't regret anything. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I think everything was meant to happen the way it did yeah. when I went there. Um, I'm just fucking ready to skate again, bro. <laughs> like, so how are you taking care of yourself? Are you doing like physical therapy, just like stretches or? Yeah, my own kind of version of that. Um, Epsom salt baths, icing. Um, Dave got me with this like CBD cream that he uses that I've been like really rubbing it in because the groin part, it's a lot of just like massaging and making sure it's like not tight and not locking yeah. up. Um, stretching, of course. I'm working, I'm on my feet all day, every day, so I'm like, I don't have a choice whether if I really want to rest all day or not, but I think that's been helping moving around more. The other day I pushed around a little bit, was doing like some little ollies and stuff, and it didn't hurt too bad, so I know that things are getting better. Yeah. I just think it'll be like another week, two, three, maybe, to be at like 100%, yeah. which is fine, but... Yeah, it's yeah. like really important to listen to your body and just like know when to push it, what not to. I remember when I rolled my ankle... Um, my chiropractor saw it because it got really swollen mm -hmm. and he saw it and he's like oh yeah like you can't be skating for like a month and I was like that's not gonna fucking happen that's not <laughs> like, happening that bro that is not realistic and then not I happening. waited like two weeks and I skated and every time I would ollie like I would just feel like a crack like on my ankle and I was like yeah I should wait so I did technically wait like 
three weeks mm -hmm. but even after just getting back it still hurt a little bit yeah so, man yeah, it's good to listen to your body that shit never goes away never honestly because honestly does i did the same shit last that time i told you the first time i went to the sapient warehouse actually i rolled my ankle on the ramp i like went to like save myself and just oh, completely fucking yeah and i was like feel it? did you hear the i didn't girl? hear it but uh. I, i definitely it went all the way over but I was so geeked on just like being there and like being a part. We we're about to go film afterwards. We're about to go skate street. I kept skating all day. And then I went to the club that night with my brace on. I wore these like fat ass platform boots with my brace sticking Except out. This is my life. And I'm like, listen, I'm like, I don't care. Like, and I kept skating because Justin, like the film I was seeing, lives in Florida. He was only here for that summer. So I'm like, damn, like I, I have to keep skating yeah. and I pay for it every single day i keep rolling my ankles back like i this one is still not like i can't pull it like that and it, that hurts like <laughs> really bad so like there's some stuff that just is always gonna be yeah. like that but that's why with this this time it's really been exactly a year since i did that in the same sort of thing like you're getting put on you want to keep going you want to push yourself because you have people you know in your corner and watching you and you want to perform yeah. um but i would rather wait and perform at 100% then keep going and perform at 60 yeah yeah learning yeah. growing up and no shit bro push and when not to. yeah <sighs> yeah so I I mean I had here your dancing videos we don't have to dive <laughs> into that I just want to say I love your dancing videos like my six my yeah and then I'm like man I need to start like dancing more just like for fun like you know going to the train and have a little dance I like shake that. it off you, you don't know? think like, I'm corny so for that no that, not at all cool. I don't think you're corny for that like yeah, i need to start moving more like i need to you know i'm inspired dude dancing is just such a big thing in my life like dancing and singing i grew up in the church with my mom and my dad was a dancer he's a break dancer mm -hmm. so like we were always stepping and he was teaching me how to break dance and like once musically and like tiktok became a thing it was like yeah. oh perfect like yeah. what the hell just learn this little mm -mm 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 -mm. remember we were at grant and you landed your kickflip off the two set and then you did all these moves and i was like I need to have a signature move. Like, I need to have a signature move, too. Like, what the hell are we doing just being like, ha, 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 Celebrate. When I'm at home, I'm sweating, <laughs> twerking in my celebrate, mirror. Celebrate, like, yes. Like, dude, it's it's a energy release. It's a shock roll release. You know what I'm saying? Like, move, bro. Like, yeah. just move. Dancing is so much fun. So I love fun. going out and dancing, but, like, dance in your crib. Like, stand up from the mirror and just be like, Get your fucking groove on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I think that shit's so lit. I love just moving my body. And, like, I used to be very insecure even when I was young about, like, how I looked. Or, like, I'm just so happy that I'm at a place now where I can just be, like, yeah. even if it is corny and just not give a fuck. I've also, I think I've seen comments of, like, people comparing, like, skateboarding to dancing, too. Mm, it like, is. The way you're, like, dancing with a, with a piece of wood. Yeah. It's the same, same thing. shit. Yeah. If, if I wasn't so rhythmically in tune, I wouldn't be half as good of a skateboarder as I am. And I know that for a fact. Especially like transition, like when it comes to like the timing of yeah. everything and the, how you feel everything Being out. Hips, just everything. knowing where things need to be at, man, it helps yeah. a thousand percent. Like yeah. skaters should all go take a dance class. Everyone should. They would love right? it. They would It'll love help it. help them a lot. Literally, place. yes. <laughs> so we're kind of near the end. Cool. But um, tell us like what's next for you. Like, If you want to share what you're trying to manifest, yeah. uh, if you want to manifest it here now. Yeah, dude. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, like, I just want to skate. I want to skate as long as I can. And, um, which means, like, taking care of myself. So, like, right now, I'm really in a mode of just, like, 
getting my mental right. I never want to feel like I don't belong somewhere again, even if I don't have the credentials for it. I want to like convince myself that I'll get there and, instead of beating myself up for the things that I don't have. Um, so I'm doing a lot of just like mental work right now to um, just be like a brick wall when it comes to literally anything, whether it's an injury, whether it's a person, whether it's like, who, I just used to be so affected by everything else around me and like, I'm kind of just over that. Um, so in terms of like me personally, that's kind of what I've been doing, especially now that I'm injured, like and I don't have anything else to do is just being mentally strong, physically strong so I can keep skating for as long as possible. And then um, when it, in terms of what I'm doing now, I'm, I'm getting, mm, I don't know, kind of say, cause nothing is for sure, you know, I'm not sponsored really by anybody, but I'm just saying like, you, you know, the plateau are giving me boards right now, which is super sick. I don't think that that's even like a flow thing. I think it's just like, hey, like we're gonna give you boards and that's cool. Um, we'll see where that goes. Like, I'm not really tied down to anything right now. My no goals contract. for myself, yeah, no, nothing's written, so yeah. it's all kind of up in the air. But I just want to say I appreciate Plateau for like giving me the boards they are right now, and I'm excited to see where that relationship goes. Um, in general, bro, I'm just like so excited to be a black girl on a skateboard. Yes. I think it's just so important right now, Very important. and just in general for like for me and myself. But if I ever do get to a place of like exposure where other people see that, like I remember seeing Brianna King in a Walgreens going to buy hair products and being like, you can oh, be a baby. black girl and a model and a skater all at one time. What the fuck? Yeah. Like it blew my mind. She's so beautiful. I can only imagine what like a, a young girl or if I was like six and I saw that, how I would have felt about it. Mm -hmm. So just like doing me and then whatever happens in the process happens, man. Yeah. I'm just happy to be here. And it's been a, a long road to be able to be happy to be here. I didn't even think I'd make it this far, honestly. So I appreciate you for giving yeah, me this opportunity and like letting out. me be here, yeah. dude. I appreciate all of it. It's super yeah. sick. I like the work you're doing too is very meaningful in the community. I hope you know, like you. sharing people's stories. Like I feel like we all are homies, but yeah. we don't really get a lot of the time to really share our stories we with each other. Yeah, because so. we're so like in the moment, just trying this trick that very now and then we get to talk about like, you yeah. know, where we're busy. And yeah. then when we all hang out, we're going out, we're having a good time. Yeah. Like this doesn't have to be, but I'm glad that you're creating a safe space for that. Um, yeah, I hope so, to yeah. do that. Yeah, I appreciate Um, that. Thank you. I appreciate you too. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some energy. <laughs> Okay, here's some energy. Okay. Okay. Also, we, just so folks know how important it is to, like, regulate your nervous system, we did a breathing exercise before doing this video. We did. Just to, like, recenter. We really and I did. Think I'm going to carry that every time I go skate now. I'm Dude, I have like a book breaths. called Practicing Mindfulness, and mm -hmm. they have a lot of, it's a whole book of just, like, exercises to do. I'll send you some okay, shit. Okay, yes, send it to me. I'll so send good. you my, uh spiritual tiktoks yes i'm on like spiritual tiktok my algorithm is just like manifesting i'm the spiritual girly and i'm like yes. i love all of that yeah. shit dude yes <laughs> cool cool Sick. so last two questions or last three questions mm -hmm. what is your skate snack like go-to skate snack nay's go-to snake uh <laughs> it's gonna be really nay's funny nay's go-to skate snack fucking okay, hold on gotcha um. It's at 28, so I'm just gonna... Okay, go ahead. I'll ask the skate, uh, skate snack question again. <laughs> okay. Your go-to skate snack. A twisted tee. <laughs> a twisted tee. Listen, when I'm skating, like, 
I'm not even thinking about food. I'm not gonna lie. There's been so many days that I've just been like empty stomach, like don't care, like and still let, on adrenaline. Let me go get a McChicken or like a granola bar or some yeah. like Doritos. No, I've been there too. And like that's usually how I am when I'm skating. Yeah. Uh, really. But the one thing I'm always like when I'm skating is like oh, twisted tea would be great right now. So that's usually what you'll see me at the okay. skate park with is a twisted okay. tea. It's not like a snack, but yeah. Twisted tea. A twisted tea, bro. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> now we know. Um, what's your favorite park to skate in Chicago? Mm. Or like favorite street spot, I guess. Mm. At the That's moment. a good one. Um mm. Well I'd say I haven't really been street skating much in Chicago. Last summer I didn't street skate at all because I didn't know the spots or know anyone to take me to yeah. the spots, so I was just at the parks all the time. But um PO is always super fun. Like the ground is just so nice to skate on and like just skating downtown in general. Yeah. That's been really exciting lately for me. Um, but, like night the lights at night and everything is it's so just, magical. Yeah. It's beautiful. Whatever time you go at, there's always something you can find to skate, always something you can do. I've seen kind of more people in terms of last year and now going out to skate street more and like filming really, which has been like super exciting. Like people like Violet and Dakota and, yeah, and Andrea. Violet killing it violet's killing the game right now mm -hmm. beep beep little shout out because damn but yeah um that and i've been loving grant like i think grant's a great park to be at to learn stuff like i commend you because you go all the time like alone with people a lot of people are like don't fuck with grant at all at all i didn't either it can be intimidating yeah it can be at first but you it can be very intimidating but stand your ground and that park is like a great place to learn stuff like yeah. it has so many like progressive things where you can do something over here then do it over there and then yeah i think grant and downtown are a great place to be at okay last question um aside from skateboarding mm -hmm. what makes you truly happy in life it could be an experience it could be your dog or whatever you define as like like happiness or like something that you love other than skating um yeah this may i don't know all this is gonna sound but like like, dude, myself. It's been a long time fucking coming. Like, I used to hate myself. Love like, yourself. you know, like, everyone goes through stuff, but like, from like self harm to like mental institutions to like, like, it, that shit's tough, bro. Mm -hmm. And like, it's taken a lot of groundwork for me to be able to, um, function consciously in my own body and it feels crazy to even be doing it now because that it feels like being high. You know what I'm saying? You're like, whoa, I'm like, I yeah. can feel everything and I'm touching everything and I'm grounded like it's wild so I'll say like really what's kept me going this past year is being like no one's gonna save you no one's gonna co-sign you and if they do that's cool but make sure you're good and I've I've done that and I'm super proud of myself for doing that and that's a lot of the reason why I have the opportunities that I have it's not because you know I'm pretty or I'm lucky or I look this way or I do these things it's I think it's really truly because I put the work in yeah. to myself so if that, I can help anyone with anything like that from someone that's really experienced depression and anxiety and like suicidal thoughts, like it's it's a long road, but once you get there, it's it's worth it. And things do get better. So Yeah. yeah. No, I, I love that because I think that not everybody gets to like a point where they can self actualize. Yeah, for sure. And truly love themselves. But I think that it's also important to surround yourself with people who also love themselves, <laughs> believe in you and you know are willing to just yeah be there emotionally like mentally and like they also want to grow dude you know my team at supreme they it it kind of felt like bullied me into loving myself but and it wasn't even them it was me i bullied myself so i'm like oh, they got it all 
put together and they've you know they seem so cool and nonchalant they don't care when these people do this or do that and like i used to be so pissed about it it used to make me so mad just so jealous of people that could emotionally regulate i'm like just be like that just learn from them and i'd start asking them questions yep. and like you, learn from the you know masters. from yeah. the masters like what do you eat or how do you do this or if this happens how do you react and like they've taught me so much and um yeah i just people that are around me like my family my chosen family my skateboarding family like so grateful to have them so yeah thanks for being here do thanks you have any final me. words um go fucking skate go skate get on a fucking board and like actually do it. Go learn a yeah, trick do it. And, and feel how it feels when you finally land and you finally land something. Like if you don't skate already, like even if you do, go on a new trick. Go push yourself. Go do something on your board. That's I think I'll leave with that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank Jenny. You, I appreciate you. Appreciate you too.